Chapter 21. Fate Free. Tumble burrowed deeper under her fuzzy blanket and tried to remember everything Maximal Star had ever said about feeling like a hero. Nothing. Nothing at all. Apparently he had never had a crisis of confidence before, or maybe he hadn't written about it. Tumble latched onto this idea and refused to let go. All heroes probably had doubts sometimes, she told herself. If she ever met Maximal Star, she would mention that he ought to write about the parts in between the daring rescues. The parts where you felt like a big-time faker and a failure. The other half of the story. Tumble didn't want to be the other half of the Montgomery story. She had already been feeling a little, just a tad, overwhelmed by the idea of helping Blue deal with his fate. She didn't want one of her own to contend with, too. Blue didn't understand why she was upset. You've got one of the good ones, he'd whispered to her while Mrs. Eve was saying goodbye to her parents. Tumble, your heroing stuff, that's your talent. You really are a hero. And she looked at her so hopefully. It was the best thing anyone had ever said to Tumble. She'd been waiting all this time for someone to think she could save them. So why couldn't she sleep? Maybe it was the RV. Maybe it was just that the coconut shampoo smell was starting to fade. Tumble did a breathing exercise. She counted her seconds over and over, but when the sunlight started to filter through the pleated shades, she hadn't gotten even a minute of sleep. Laffy Motors and Maximal Star had failed her on the very same night. Laffy Motors. Tumble's grandpa was an RV king. Was that all because of some talent? And her mother? What about Monica Lafayette Wilson? She was normal. No curses. No magical gifts. Maybe it wears off, Tumble thought. The idea made her sit right up in bed. It wore off. Of course it did. It had been 200 years. Tumble had heard Mom Myrtle bragging about Montgomery's from the past who had so many powerful and terrible fates. But now they had people in the family like that Ernestine girl who almost wasn't cursed at all. She made lights flicker. What kind of a dreadful burden was that? Maybe Almira Lafayette had gotten a smaller dose of whatever strange magic went on in the swamp that night. Maybe Tumble and her mother were fate free. And even if they weren't, they must have such small talents that they hadn't even noticed them. Tumble is probably great at painting with her toes or playing the glockenspiel or something something else she'd never tried. Fate free? That's me. She hoped Blue was awake. She had to tell him that she was only a regular hero, not a destined one. And she was still in training after all. He needed to understand that. Tumble raced out of the RV and into the house to get dressed. But when she reached the hallway, she was assaulted by a chokingly sour smell. And when her bare feet touched the hall carpet, it squished. Ew! Cold water, water oozed up around her toes. She shoved the RV keys into the pocket of her pajama shorts and tiptoed as fast as she could to her parents' room. Mom, Daddy, you guys, the carpet has gone funky. Her father fumbled for the switch on the reading lamp by the bed. He clicked it on, and in the yellow light, Tumble saw his face cringe as he rolled out of bed and his feet hit the floor. Wow, that's no way to wake up. And it reeks, said Tumble. What are we going to do? Instead of having breakfast, they spent the morning pulling up the mildewing carpet. Yuck, Tumble said as she scooped handfuls of squishy, drippy carpet backing into a plastic bucket. Why can't we go back to the RV? This house is a dump. Her mother was on her hands and knees at the other end of the hall with her own plastic bucket. Lily, I swear if you mention the RV one more time before your dad gets back from the hardware store. So Tumble didn't mention it, but she thought about it. She thought about how the RV didn't have carpet. The RV didn't leak. The RV smelled like leather seats and coconut shampoo. 
and her parents were making her live in this house, which was probably a biohazard now, when the RV was parked right outside. Tumble is working herself into a state over the wrongness and insanity of her whole life, throwing chunks of rotten carpet at the overflowing bucket with increasing range when Blue's voice came from the front of the house. Hello? Is anybody here? They'd left the door open, trying to air out the stench. Tumble's mother looked up. Fine, she said, wiping her frustrated, sweaty face on the collar of her t-shirt. Fine, go with him and don't come back until your attitude's improved. Tumble, Tumble didn't need telling twice. She abandoned her bucket and raced to the screen door. Blue was standing on the other side of it, his nose wrinkling. Something smells weird. We flooded, said Tumble. She joined him on the porch, and I don't have any superpowers. I'll explain it all on the way to your house.